0: Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to Glenn Mills Podcast, where it is our desire to learn, to love, and to live the Word of God. Want to say Merry Christmas to everybody? Wow, we're just a few days away. Got a message I want to share with you today on have a merry, M-A-R-Y, Christmas, and not a Martha one. Wow, what a title. This is a sermon I preached many, many years ago, but every now and then, I like to pull it out of the files. You can kind of help us remember what Christmas is truly all about. On my last podcast, which was entitled The God of Christmas, if you have not heard that, I want you to go back and listen to it. You can also find it in its entirety on video on YouTube, Glenn Mills Ministries on YouTube, The God of Christmas. And what we're talking about is that God gives us the perfect example of what he intended Christmas to be. It's supposed to be spiritual. It's supposed to be about God's gift of his son and that we're to worship the father and we're to worship the son. We're to praise him, exalt them, to adore them. In other words, Christmas was really meant to be spiritual more so than physical. I was riding along the other day listening to the radio and I heard a one of the people on the radio said that a survey had been done about Christmas and how it affected people, and 82% said that Christmas stressed them out, caused them fatigue, and caused them to be frustrated. Not maybe the whole Christmas season, but at some time or another. I can't tell you over the years the amount of people that I've heard say, man, I'm so glad that's behind us. You know, so much to do. Family, friends, lights, decorating, blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, you know, my friends, Christmas is 365 days a year, not just December the 25th when we choose to celebrate it. It's not just from Thanksgiving to the end of December. Christmas is God's gift of his son to the world that he would grow up, that he would die for the sins of the world, that he would raise, uh, resurrect from the dead, defeating death, hell, and the grave. And now set that at the right hand of the Father, interceding for each and every one of us. Christmas is salvation. It was meant to be spiritual. It was not meant to be physical. Now, if you like the lights and all that, fine. But that's not the main focus. The main focus is Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And that's the reason I want to talk just a few minutes on have a merry, M-A-R-Y, M-A-R-I, Christmas, and not a Martha one. The, the story or the scripture that I'm using is out of Luke chapter 10 and verses 38 through 42. Now, to give you a little background here, Jesus and his disciples traveled. They traveled around a lot. And so they came to a certain town and Jesus had some friends there. You know who they are. Mary, Martha and Lazarus. This is before Lazarus got sick and died and Jesus rose him from the dead. But this is on one of the times when Jesus is going from place to place and he's sharing the good news of the kingdom of God that he has come and that God that people could have a relationship with the father. In verse 38, it says this. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house and she had a sister called Mary who also, look at this, sat at the feet of Jesus and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Oh, my goodness. She's telling Jesus what to do because she is so frustrated with serving and all of that. Get the picture. Verse 41, look at how Jesus responds. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. Sound like anybody you know in the Christmas season We're worried and troubled about so many things. But then look at what he says. All this is beautiful. In verse 42, but one thing is needed. Not all the hustle bustle, not all the shopping, not all the decor, not all of that. One thing is needed, Jesus says, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Well, what did she choose? She chose to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to what he had to say. Her focus was Jesus. Wow, the one thing, her focus was Jesus. Now, it was customary. The Bible even teaches that we need to be hospitable when people come to visit, when strangers or whatever, when people come to our house. That was custom. But there comes a time that the presence of Jesus overrides the custom. Jesus, who was teaching about God the Father and how to have a relationship with them, was teaching, and Mary wanted to hear what he had to say. She chose Jesus over custom, but Martha, oh, no, 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 she had to be busy. She had to be doing all of this, and, you know, I know Jesus would have said, hey, look, we can do that later. We'll all pitch in. You need to do what Mary did and choose the good part. You need to focus on what I'm doing, who I am my friends, that's Christmas, wow, that we focus on the reason for the season and not all the activities that are basically man-made, adopted from different practices and different things over the years. You don't have to be stressed out this Christmas. You don't have to be fatigued. You don't have to be frustrated. That is something we choose to do. And not saying you can't do these things, but what we need to realize is that we need to focus on the reason. That is the reason God sent Jesus. It wasn't for all the things we call Christmas, and I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of that stuff is a distraction of the enemy, Satan, to keep us from focusing on what's most important. Come on now. What was Martha focused on? The custom. The custom of hospitality over God being at her house. Jesus was God in the flesh. And Mary wanted to hear what Jesus had to say. The custom could wait. But see, we get so caught up in the customs of our Christmas season that we don't sit at the feet feet of the reason and adore him and worship him and give to him. Oh, my friends, I hope we get this. You know, one of the things that I have learned over the years, you know, many, many years ago, I began to realize, Hey, we're going about this all wrong. It's all about Jesus. And so I, I, I started decreasing some of the things that I was doing, getting so involved in it. I thought it had to be done. And I started increasing in my time of worship and praise and uh, adoration and exaltation of Jesus and God and, and listening to the Holy Spirit and accepting the gift that God gave me for what it is instead of all the other things that can be a distraction. Now, that's me. You have to ask God, hey, how does this message apply to me? Anytime I share a message with you, all I ask is that you ask the Holy Spirit, hey, how does this apply to me? I know it changed my Christmas. Now, some folks may go, well, you just want to be humdrum. No, I want to focus on Jesus. I know a lot of people will say, well, he's the reason of the season. Well, that's true, but are you acknowledging him? Are you worshiping him? Are you praising him? Are you just acknowledging him? See, Satan doesn't care if we acknowledge him as long as we don't spend a lot of time worshiping and adoring and keeping it spiritual Instead of all the material, physical things that we've made out of Christmas. You know, John the Baptist came to be the forerunner of Jesus Christ. And and when Jesus shows up at the river and is baptized by John. And then the dove comes down, the Holy Spirit upon him. And God said, this is my son of whom I'm well pleased. And Jesus goes out into the desert to be tempted. Right then, everything shifted. John's ministry started decreasing. You see, John was the forerunner of Jesus. But now that Jesus has been baptized and he's gone out into the wilderness, there's a shift that's taken place. Now, John says, I must decrease so that Jesus might increase. Now, I'm asking every person that listens to this podcast to be honest with yourself. Maybe we need to decrease some of the things that we're doing at what we call the Christmas season and start increasing in our awareness and acknowledgement and worship and praise and giving to the Lord. You see, that's what I've done over the last couple of years, and I am really enjoying Christmas now. I'm not stressed out. If we don't get all the lights out, if we don't get all this, I'm not worried. about I'm going to spend time. I'm telling you what's working for me. Is that I am making sure that I am keeping my Christmas as spiritual as God intended it to be. And that I worship my Father God. I worship my Lord and Savior. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Quit just acknowledging and get into an actual worship of him. Every day. Thank you, Father, for your gift of Jesus Christ, my Savior, my salvation. I adore you. And then we support the kingdom work. You know, folks, we spend so much money, billions upon billions of dollars. And this is just Christians alone on the things we call Christmas. And yet we give so little to support the work of the kingdom of God. And yet it's all about Christ. I'm on it. I got to decrease so that he can increase. And I pray that you'll just take a moment and ask yourself am i really doing christmas right or do i may need to decrease some of these activities and increase my worship and my praise and exaltation and, and 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 adoration you know only you can answer that but i promise you one thing jesus said ain't but one thing needed one thing was needed and mary chose that part what are you going to choose today i want you to have a merry m-a-r-y christmas and not a moth it's not too late you still got time because really christmas should be what 365 days a year now would be a really good time to get started even today after you hear this broadcast, I pray you will just get into a, a mode of worship and praise and just let let the Holy Spirit shift your attention from all the stuff you think you've got to do and you need to do and start focusing on what's really most important. It might be a good time, you know, Christmas Eve or whatever, to sit down with your family and say, hey, look, I, I know it's been really busy this Christmas, but starting next year, we're going to do some things different. It's going to be, we're going to focus on what Christmas truly is, and that's our Lord and Savior. We're going to truly have a merry, M-A-O-Y Christmas, and not a Martha one where we're so busy and frustrated, and and, I got, and then we even get mad. She even got mad at Jesus. to so tell her. See, we, we get frustrated with God at this time of the year, and yet Christmas is God's gift to us. Wow. I hope I give you something to think about today. If you've enjoyed this, we, we'd really love to hear from you. You can uh, also follow us on our website, Glenn with two A lot of our information about Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and all the activities, a lot of good books there, materials that you can purchase to help you grow in your walk with Christ. My friends, we got to decrease some of the things we're doing and increase who he truly is at this Christmas season. Love to hear from you. I pray you enjoy this. If you really did, how about send it on to somebody else? By all means, have a merry, M-A-O-Y, Christmas, and not a Martha one.